and crying and crying for weeks. How'd I survive when I could barely speak, barely eat on my knees? But that's the moment you came to me. I don't know what your love has done to me. Think I'm invincible. I see through the me I used to be. You changed my Heart Doctor family, aka beautiful people. Yes, we are on this season six. Let me do a dance. Dun 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 dun. Yeah yeah dun 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 dun. Yeah yeah. I'm such a geek. I promise you. Like I, I'm so elated. I just I don't know. It's, it's like I'm so excited. I get a chance to do something, and I'm so excited to have this platform to speak on. Things that excite that excites me. It's something about heroes and villains and having superhuman superhuman abilities that it makes it makes my whole body tingle. I mean, it makes my mind tingle. It's just, you know, have you ever just been so excited for something and it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. So even if it's just like a couple of views, it does not matter. Even though I want a lot of people to view this, don't get me wrong. It was just that I just really, I really want to. I want you to feel the excitement in my voice whenever I do these different segments. And I thank everybody for their support. But most definitely today, I will be speaking on the monster. I know I'm a character. (laughs) So, you know, I'm speaking on the monster. And the monster is really about, you know, us. Yes, I'll be speaking on us. You know, I, I strive to do gender neutral topics, but if we look into the origin of a monster, a monster is an imaginary creature. And if you look at, you see images of a monster, you see, you see these five just terrifying creatures and you see different images, like different boogeymen, boogeymen and, and aliens and like things that you can't imagine your worst imagination. But what if I told you that there are different definitions of monster or what a monster is? The first one, the first definition is imaginary creature that can be terrifying that you would see in horror movies that was scared, just scared of living life out of you. The second definition would be someone who criticized severely. So I won't be speaking on the first one as much, but I'll be speaking on the second definition. Yeah. I believe that what I think we're all monsters. I think that we criticize ourselves. We're too hard on ourselves. When we look in the mirror, what do we see? You know? Do we see that king? Do we see that queen? Like, what do we see? 
And just like the monsters in the horror movies, they're terrifying to look at. They're, hor- they're terrifying to even think of. Even the people that that have played these roles, they was like they had to put on the plaster and they had to they were in makeup for three to four hours in order to look like these creatures. And they terrified themselves. I can imagine they had to put on personas for these creatures. Like seriously, they had to put on different they had to put on different layers and layers of makeup and put on fake bodysuits just to play a character. What if I told you it's not a character? Being a monster is not what people think it is. I believe that we're all monsters because we we have a way of looking at looking at ourselves in a very warped way. We even deem our exes as monsters, evil people, some of us, that have healed. Even some of us that haven't healed, like maybe they were monsters. But we deem people and situations to be very monstrous or monstrosities. And we are the biggest, we are the biggest monsters to ourselves because we criticize. We're so hard on ourselves for just being human. We're hard on ourselves for allowing things to unfold the way they, they did or the way they unfolded now. And when I think of a monster, I think of someone who beats down on themselves every day and acts so perfect. But you're not perfect. You're greatly flawed. And this may potentially be a shorter segment because this is really one to make us look inward. This isn't to point out the flaws in your potential partner, your partner, or even yourself. This this segment is really to make us really do some internal thinking and some internal work. Or what may be called shadow work or dealing with our demons. We may have ways that's that's monstrous. You may. I know when I look in that mirror, I see a woman a woman becoming a shiro to herself. A woman who has learned how to empower herself through meditation, through elevating others, and through being honest and transparent with herself. And in those times where my friends correct me, my, my friends and family correct me, in those times where I'm convicted by the word of God, where I'm convicted by who I am, and when my children call me out on something I said, and I have to reconsider because if I want them to do that, then I have to do it too. So it's levels to it. But that monster in us, we have to recognize it. Because if we don't tame that monster in us, we're going to put nightmares or bring 
other people's lives into total chaos. We're going to be a nightmare to somebody. We're going to be terrifying to somebody. We can become monsters in relationships. All type of relationships. Personal, interpersonal, boss, co-worker, mother, child, ex-spouse, neighbors. We can become monsters because we didn't allow ourselves to heal properly. And I don't care if it's 2021 or 2025, 1990. We have to become more transparent about who we are. Now, if you know that you're damaged to yourself, why would you bring that damage to somebody else? Why would you put why would you put somebody else in the headspace being terrified of you? And to even go deeper, some men and women are monsters because they physically abuse other people. I know a couple of women, no handful of women that have been abused by men. And I know very few men that have been abused by other men as well as other women. As well as women. And we take those things that, that that's unhealed in us and we internalize it and we hate ourselves so we hate others. There's a question out there that says, Why why are you still single? It was a list, and it was a lot of things on the list. I I do a lot of research. I think I miss my calling as a journalist. I really do. And it was a couple things on these websites. And one website that I looked into, and I'm looking to recall it in my mind because I didn't write it down, but I, I will recall it later. But it was six things on there. It One of the top things on this particular article was that busyness. It was that you're too busy making life. For, you, you, you're, you're too busy. You don't have enough time for a dating life. And I saw myself in that. That was number one. The second one was... Not doing enough work on yourself. And I was looking at that. I was like, and I was reading it. And it literally, in the article underneath that section, it was uh, called self-work. Now, it actually mentioned about spending time with yourself. It should have mentioned meditation and prayer, but it... Literally was speaking on people not spending enough time with with those parts of themselves that have been hurt and damaged. And third was not moving on from X from your ex. Now, when when you're not stable, when you're not in a place of wholeness. And if you've had very toxic situations, then you may not be in a headspace of really where you can love someone effectively. 
And how many of us have been there? Well, you haven't moved on from an ex or a person that hurt you. And you haven't found that true healing. The fourth one was embracing change. And this one pretty much was going off of not being open enough. And it actually spoke spoke on having preferences. And we have I spoke on that and missed the preference because and I got it from this article, <laughs> you know, but yeah, so it's just how our preferences blinds us from our soulmate. And just check that out. Then I think you will understand, understand, understand that better. The fifth, the fifth point that this particular website really highlighted was it, it was the fact that people don't know who they are. They don't know who they are. They call they have no purpose. They have no purpose and they have no vision. And this just this just don't go this this just don't go for men, but it goes for everyone. Like you can't go anywhere without vision. You know what I'm saying? You can't go anywhere without having an idea where you're going. It's like getting in the car and just driving around wasting all your gas. You know what I'm saying? It's like where where are you going from there? And without vision, you have no purpose. You have no motivation to live. You have no reason to get out of bed. If you have no reason to get out of bed, then what is your purpose in life? And I know this is this is really geared towards a lot of guys because you know what I'm saying? Because people can be so lazy. And another one is because your your self-esteem. Last but not least, your self-esteem. Your self-esteem can be too high or too low. You can think too highly of yourself. You can think you're just way up there with God, with the gods or God, and that you're just the uh, gift to people. Not saying you shouldn't think like that. It's, it's all right. I'm not I'm not here to judge you. You know, you, you should have a self-esteem about yourself. You should love yourself. But if you think too lowly of yourself, then honestly, you won't really be able to reach out to people. If you're an introvert, you won't go out. But if your self-esteem is too high, you're going to think everybody wants you. I actually have a friend like that. He thinks every woman wants him. He has a God complex about himself, and it is very, very distasteful. He judges women how they look. Oh, she's cute. Oh, she's fine. But, you know, we have to be more mindful of these different things of, you know, who we are. And we can't be that monster. We can be a monster in our singleness. We can be a monster in whatever status we have on a relational scale. We can be monsters to our children. We can be monsters to, to our spouses, to our parents. And 
We have to identify that monster in us before we can identify that monster in somebody else. And if you want to have a spouse, if you want to, I speak to all ages, but I really speak, but in certain segments, I may address certain things. But this one is really speaking on whether you're in a relationship or not. But if this list convicts you or makes you think about some stuff, then you have to really do some work. You know, are you allowing business to keep you from being the best person you can be? You know what I'm saying? Are you are you dealing with yourself? Are you spending time with yourself? Because in that in in that, in that state of mind where you where you're to yourself, that's the time to grow. That's the time to expand and be who you need to be. There are many types of monsters. But we we can't recognize another person for being monstrous or having certain characteristics about themselves. We don't recognize them in ourselves. We need to do that self-evaluation. And the only reason why I brought up why why you're still single, because it came, it popped in my head because people ask that like, I'm still single for this, this, this. It could be because the monster inside you don't don't want wouldn't even allow you to be with somebody. So if you're single, stop allowing business. Stop deal with yourself. Move on from that person that hurt you. That person could have hurt you months ago, years ago, maybe five minutes ago. But if you are that hurt, you don't need to be pursuing anybody. And embrace change. Stop allowing preferences to. Hinder you from seeing someone that could be your potential mate, a potential spouse. Because there's some great people out here, people. But people don't see that because they don't allow themselves to be free. You know? They don't allow themselves to really do their self-evaluation. And they're not tapping to their energy source. Your origin. Everything has an origin. Like all superheroes and villains have an origin. And if you look at any show or any movie, every hero have an origin. You know, either it's like Superman, you know, he came from Krypton and, and came down to Earth. You know, so, you know, Spider-Man bit by a spider. Some kind of supernatural occurrence had to happen. What is your origin? You know, where do you get your superhuman powers from? What are your superhuman powers? We are superheroes. You know, I'm just acting as Stan Lee right now. I'm I'm seeing people being superhuman. And actually, I think, actually, I remember he had a show called Superhuman. He had a show called Superhuman where people were... Displaying their superhuman abilities, humans, superheroes in everyday life. Check that out. Yeah, superhuman. But yeah, so just let's just really dive in. Let's just grow. Let's change. And let's just really elevate to where we need to elevate to. Stop allowing ourselves to be baggage to others. We have to ask those questions because we don't ask those questions. We will never learn. We never grow.
We will never prosper from that place. We will never grow from that place that we need to grow from. You know? But it's levels to... It's levels to growth. And this is a call out for us to grow. Me, you, your pets, your children, everybody. The pastor, the... the the woman, the monk, your neighbor, your boss. It's time to grow and elevate into the people that we were called to be. So, yes, the boogeyman lives under your bed. The boogeyman lives in your head. The boogeyman lives inside of you. We are the boogeyman. Boogeymen. Or women, <laughs> but we have to do this self evaluation. Have you been a monster, someone in a relationship? Have you destroyed someone's trust? Have you allowed situations and circumstances to put you in a headspace where you you're not valuable to anybody? Well, you're not valuable to yourself. Why are you the way that you are? And until you ask yourself these, the proper questions and you're really honest with yourself, we would never change. I'm not perfect. I'm very flawed. And I know I can be one hell of a monster. I'm the worst monster ever. I'm the monster that will terrify your life and act as if, it, as if I didn't. And I've really grown from that place. And I know I still have, I still can be a monster. So I have to be mindful and be aware of myself. I've used these six steps that I've stated prior to this, saying this, and I'm learning to be open. And just to go into the steps for I end this segment, business is one. Dealing with self, not not moving on from an ex or someone that hurt you. Four, embracing change. Five, have having no vision. And last not least, your self-esteem. Whether too too low or too high. I want love. And now God has given me that this opportunity to be open and transparent with someone. I'm taking this, and a monster inside of me still lives, but I've learned how to tame that monster in me. And learning how to tame the monster in myself is one of the most powerful things I've ever been able to do. I found, I found, I found one website of a resource of the steps. Okay. And it's not the same one, but it's very similar. It's the seven brutal, honest reasons why you're still single and go to medium.com. Seven brutally honest reasons why you're still single. Check that out. And let me know what you think about it. Now, you may not be, you may not be, you know, uh, you may not be 
single. But I think this this share the wealth because somebody may be single and may be wondering why. So anyways, I hope that this segment really made you think and listen to it two or three times as many times you need to. Cause I know I follow the podcast. I listen to some two or three times because I didn't get it the first time, but I, this is free therapy. Just, I hope that you enjoyed this segment of this season and if you're not into superheroes i hopefully hopefully this season will definitely get you to get more get get more into any superheroes or villains hopefully hopefully you become a nerd like me but anyways be looking out for the other segments of course i mentioned and i'll be working on mr glass and peter pan and Peter Pan will be about boy men, men that did simply never grown up and still have not grown up. And Mr. Glass will be about broken men. So I'll be speaking on dynamics of women and men and children. And so this season will really be digging deep into a lot of the dating scene and love scene overall and the heart scene. Just be looking out for that. And remember, out of the heart flows issues of life. The heart doctor.